You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. Before we kick off the show, I just wanted to take a moment to remind you that the ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is taking place in Barbados this summer. This, by default, gives all of my fellow cricket fanatics the perfect excuse to go and book a holiday to Barbados in June and experience firsthand the euphoric atmosphere at the Kensington Oval, the cricket mecca of the Caribbean. If the cricket alone isn't enough to tempt you, then let me be the one to remind you that a trip to Barbados can also include leisurely strolls along the breathtaking coastline, mouth-watering flavours of the world-class Bayesian cuisine, and, of course, plenty of rum. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados, the best place to be a cricket fan. I'm Mark Butcher and welcome to the following on podcast. The TalkSport team are with you every day of the South Africa series. We will have exclusive player content, highlights from the action and the views of myself, Stephen Harmison, Darren Goff, Matt Pryor and Alex Tudor throughout. Subscribe and review on Acast, iTunes or Spotify and thanks for listening. England assistant coach Paul Collingwood down here with us. Um, Collie, thanks for joining us. England in a terrific position in this test match with two days to go. Um, did all of that go exactly as you'd planned it? Well, we wanted to go out there and, um, and bat positively and, um, you know, to get a good total on the board and put them under pressure in the last innings. as simple as that. And I think we've done that. We've got four, six, five on the board to, to chase down. And um, we've seen the wicket is um, getting more up and down. The cracks are opening. Um, so... To be honest, the, the, the plan's going pretty perfectly at the moment. And, um, you know, it was set up very much by the first innings, 400 total. And then I just thought the five seamers bowled absolutely fantastic. But really stifled them, put them under a lot of pressure and just, um, you know, they deserve the wickets. Yeah, going back to the, the bowling innings, obviously this morning, it took a little longer perhaps and you, you might have expected South Africa resisted um, a whole lot better than they did in Port Elizabeth. But just just talk to us about Mark Wood. You, you've known him since he was a young lad. Uh, the, the dynamism, the, the way that the game changes when he is brought into the attack is just such a great dimension for this team to have. Well, he brings his character onto the pitch and um, his personality in the dressing room, he's enthusiastic, um, he's funny, he's humorous and he loves a game of cricket. You know, it's as simple as that. He, he plays the game as if he's playing for Ashington um, back home in England, up in the northeast, a little pit village. And, and that's how he, um, he plays it, whether he's playing for England or Ashington. He goes out there and he, and he just tries his best. And, you know, I'm absolutely delighted for him. He's had a, he's had a, a long career of, of injuries. Um, he hasn't played back-to-back test matches in, up until this one. And, you know, the confidence that he can gain from um, doing that is fantastic. But the skill that he brings to the team, bowling over 90 mile an hour, um, the energy that he has, as I said, when he's running in, you know, that affects the opposition. And if he can have someone like that um, and, and playing 
time and time again, it's, um, you know, it, it really does help the bowling unit. Um, how is the physical condition of not only Mark Wood, we heard he was a little bit stiff and perhaps a little 50-50 before the start of this game, uh, the rest of the troops okay, it's very tough up here on the high veld, back-to-back test matches etc etc, all the rest of the guys alright? Yeah I think look you're always going to get a bit of stiffness around, um, Chris Wilkes hasn't played a lot of cricket themselves, you, you try to, as a, as a coach you try to get the number of overs in the nets and and do the right thing and the amount of time on the on the feet but when you're playing in the middle there's a different adrenaline going about it um, and different pressure and um, so there is a bit of stiffness about but look the boys are raring to go you know they've um, as I said the test match has gone fantastically well so far and hopefully we can just go and finish that off tomorrow. The uh, the declaration there was never any thought of de- declaring tonight was there? I'm just I'm, I'm figuring that this is how it was, how it went in the dressing room at uh, when you guys came out to bat. We're going to bat to the end of the day. We'll see see how many we've got, and then we'll come out and bowl tomorrow. That's that's why I asked you if it all went to plan because it looked there for a moment that Joe was looking over here and he wasn't quite sure what was going on. He was playing ramp shots, then he was defending it. It looked a tiny bit confused. No, I think um, you know when you've got two days left in the Test match, there's no need to um, declare early. You just want to put the opposition under as much pressure as possible. You've got to you know um, let the players decide themselves what's the best way to go about it out there you know we, we're telling these boys to go out there and, and have responsibility to learn about the game and you know that they, they they're the ones who are playing on the pitch out there if they think that they need to be um, positive and, and aggressive then uh, let them be they've got ourselves in a, in a good position you certainly have um, one last thing for after Plessy's catch you might have been quite proud of that one yourself I thought you should have got two answers to, to be honest but uh, <laughs> no it was excellent one it Christ I think uh, Rudy turned around just in disbelief when it uh, stuck there. A good athlete in the field and what a a, uh, one-handed dive and catch it was. Not bad. Brilliant. Great stuff. Great day for England once again. Thanks for talking to us, uh, Paul Collingwood there. I've got uh, Matt Pryor and Darren Goff with me out on the outfield here at, uh, at the ball ring. Um, it's another brilliant day for England. I mean, we can we can split hairs all night long about whether they should have pushed harder, whether they should have been a little bit more circumspect and batted on tomorrow. The fact of the matter is South Africa need to score 466 to draw the series um, and uh, England are in a terrific position to win three test matches on the trot. Um, sum, up, sum up the day for us, Goffey. Start, start at the beginning. Um, England needed four wickets this morning. It took them a little bit longer perhaps than they would have liked, but... They, they did it with some style anyway. Well, they did. Listen, 88 for six overnight. It was shocking uh, day yesterday for South Africa. They came out this morning, showed a little bit of fight. As, as usual, the cock played beautifully. Got the ice score of the game so far. But they trailed England, South Africa, by 217. We all... Uh, realised that England were going to bat again. And again, England got starts throughout. You only have you, to look you at... You had back. no problem with that, did you? I, mean, no, I don't think any no, of us no, did no, up no. in the commentary. No, 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 we might would playing back-to-back. Chris Wokes haven't played for a while. Ben Stokes got that little niggle with the knee. Sam Curran's still young, still learning. So it was the right decision uh, all day long. And then again, England got starts, didn't they? All the way through, Sibley 44, Crawley 24, Stokes 28, Sam Curran 35, Woody even, another fine 18. Uh, the biggest disappointment was probably Joe Denley and Josh Butler, who have had kind of average tours, really, not getting runs again. We all want them to do well, but unfortunately for them, it's not been their tour so far. Uh, and then South Africa. I actually going to praise South Africa for the way they bowled today. I thought they showed a lot of heart. A bowler down their senior bowler, the guy they looked to to take the early wickets with the new ball, limped off with an hamstring strain in his last game, and he's left it to the youngsters, who ain't got, what, 10, 12 caps between them to perform. And credit to them. You said Hendricks wasn't the best of the seamers today, but he kept going, showed huge heart. Five for 64. I thought Patterson again was excellent. Nokia picked up a couple. And Pretoria's got a bit of tap, but I'll tell you what, 
he held his hand up and he kept going, kept going for his captain. And that's what you want to see from a South African team. England are in a great position, 465 South Africa need. Let's hope it's over tomorrow. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I can't imagine why that would be, uh, Coffee. Uh, Matt, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to send the, uh, the, the, uh, the non-positive aspects of England's day your way, unfortunately. I'm, I'm sure you're happy Thank with you. that. Um, Joe Denley, Josh Butler, their final test innings of, of the tour. Um, we'll start with the number three position. Do you see Joe Denley uh, having, having been pecked perhaps as, as a bit of a band-aid uh, in the top order? Do you see him retaining his place uh, at number three on the tour of Sri Lanka? Well, I think first and foremost, um, you know, at the top of the order, the way that Sibley and Crawley in particular having come in off the back of uh, Burns' injury has, have, have performed, puts a lot of pressure on, on Denley because, of course, if Burns comes in, then you've got to play. Now, he's not fit for the Sri Lanka tour that you're talking about. But I think more worrying than that is how Denley played against Spin last in the last test match in Port Elizabeth. Now, if he goes into this game and he scores a big 100 or 100 or, or gets some runs, then yes, he, he goes to Sri Lanka. But I think the fact that he hasn't probably put enough runs on the board with the fact that he looks a bit uncle, he didn't have many options against the spinner. And make no mistake, it spun a little bit, but it didn't spin anywhere near as much as it's going to in Sri Lanka. Um, and also the class of the spinners that the Sri Lankans will have and the amount of spin you're going to face. They ain't going to be bowling many seam bowlers over there. So I think, you know, it's, it's, a, it's going to be a tricky one for the selectors, but I think Denley might be, might be struggling, if I'm being honest. And, and any thoughts as to, I mean, Keaton Jennings' name keeps popping up simply because um, the times he's looked absolutely at home um, in an England shirt has been in India and Sri Lanka, sweeping, uh, sweeping the spinners to death. Yeah, well, it, he's almost a specialist opening batsman in... in Sri Lanka, India, spinning conditions. Um, and, and you would almost say, right, well, we're selecting for that tour um, as a bit of a stopgap, to be honest, until Burns gets fit again. He comes in for the beginning of the summer. He would imagine he'd come straight back in to open the batting. And you're potentially then looking at going, well, actually, you'll have Burns, you'll have Sibley, and then you'll have Crawley at number three at the start of, of the English mm. summer. Yeah, that seems sensible. Just, uh, just, just on that subject then, so let's move on to Joss Butler. Um, it was perhaps on a hiding to nothing this evening coming in when he did. He could smash, smash 100 and everyone would say, well, that sort of answered nothing. You're miles ahead in the game. Um, but then he gets no runs again and you're kind of thinking to yourself, boy, he could have done himself some good there and, and smashed a few and just built his own confidence up. Yeah, absolutely. Well, look, runs are runs. And test runs are test runs. It doesn't matter. We've just seen Hedricks get, get a fifer. And Darren Goth, you know how hard you had to work to get, a five, get one wicket in test cricket, let alone five. But he walks into that dressing room now on cloud nine. He's just got a test match fifer. So I don't care what the situation is. Joss Butler has an opportunity to go and score runs, bat positively, bat properly, get a score on the board. He walks off with confidence, takes that into his keeping, takes a couple of good catches tomorrow, keeping wicket, and the, and the, the game has changed. It, it, it can literally change that quickly. As it happens, he doesn't get that score. I was looking at him sat on the, um, on the balcony, the England dressing room, looks a bit forlorn, looks like a man with, with a few worries. Look, you know, there have been a lot of people saying he's got to move, or England have to move on now. He's, he's just too talented a cricketer not to get it. He, he just has a mental block, as far as I'm concerned. And it, he needs to fight. I mean, he's going to have to find out pretty quickly if he can get over that mental block because he's running out of chances. Darren? Well, firstly, on the openers, I think uh, it would be good to go somebody like Keaton Jennings against the spin. He does play it so well, mm. reverse sweep and swept so well last winter. We know he's got to get past the first four or five overs where he's very vulnerable outside off stump to a nick to slips. We know that. But the way he uh, plays spin with that sweep, especially 
if Dom Sibley's going to be at the other end who struggles against spin. So we're going to need someone to rotate the strike. We're going to have someone to keep the bus scoreboard ticking, and it could be someone like Keaton. And it's a left-right-hander partnership. And then Zach Crawley could back three. It could still be Joe Denton. Listen, he's got a lot of brownie points. I think he's a great team man. The lads love him. Yeah. And then the other options are, as I keep saying, Johnny Bairstow back at three in Colombo. It's an option. He's here as a reserve batsman. He made to bat 100 anywhere. in that position. He made too, 100, yeah. yeah. Or Johnny then ends up going back to seven and keeping. Or they bring in the specialist wicketkeeper, Ben Fawkes, who got an 100 as well mm. last year in goal. We were there. Uh, to commentate on that game. Well, I, I guess for England, the, the nice thing is, is you've been making changes from a position of strength. We've all played in, in teams where you're chopping and changing, trying to find the right formula whilst losing, and virtually anything you try ten, tends to uh, tends not to work. So England will be, have the advantage of making whatever change they make, whatever move they make, from a position where they are more than likely going to have won a series in South Africa 3-1. Uh, um, any last thoughts on what England might need to do tomorrow. I mean, they've got two days to take 10 wickets. They've got a South African batting lineup that Quentin de Kock aside looks absolutely shot to bits for confidence. They should wrap this up tomorrow, really, shouldn't they? You'd hope so. And, and, and as much as I agree with Goffey that South Africa bowled far better, there's obviously more in this wicket now. The cracks are opening up, the ball's nipping about. The amount of times Joe Rue got hit on the inside leg and all the England batsmen were sort of playing and missing, being cut in half. That's a, that's a sign that there's more in this wicket now. The cracks are opening. Um, and I would expect, look, they start all again, first hour, got to have a good first hour, build pressure, don't go away from your plans, all the same rules apply, but I would expect England to have this wrapped up tomorrow. If the ball with the same discipline in the second innings that they did with the first, like I said, they bought that aggressive length, right, they were economical, they put pressure on South Africa, and that's the last thing South Africa need with the series they've had. All their batsmen are desperate to get runs, Zoli de Kock really looks like getting runs, Elgar's nipped in with the odd score, Milan's nipped in with the odd score, but early wickets tomorrow, and I think it'll be wrapped up pretty quickly. They've got to show a big, big heart. They've got a coach up there, Mark Bouch, who's a terrific man. He's got a huge heart. He played with a, a big smile on his face, and he was tough. And he'll be trying to relay that message. He'll say, listen, you showed some fight in the field today. Still not ideal, still not brilliant. One of their bowlers limping off. Showed some terrific heart. Let's show it. Even if we're going to lose this series now, moving forward, we've got to show some heart with a bat. And you've got to play for your place. At least four of them batsmen tomorrow are playing for a spot on their next tour in six months' time. The England team looking to go 3-1 up and uh, get themselves a nice healthy chunk of uh, Test Championship points. Punched away off the back foot by Vernon Fernandez. Back of the net, outside the off stump. In front of square. Oh, that's punt top edge straight up into the air. Broad underneath it. Wicked in the second over. The difference is England have got world-class quality in that 11. Victorious, who drives again for another boundary. The applause here is for a 50 partnership by this pair. Boy, they've played well, really have. They've played as you should play on this pitch, but they've played well. Four more to Quinton de Kock. Brings out the 150 for South Africa. There is never, ever any reason to have five quicks and no specialist spin balls. Sorry, I've just been doing some research for a launch feature, so I haven't really been listening. What do you think about England not playing a spinner in this match, Butch? More comedy goal. Somebody bring a spinner on, please. Looks, <laughs> he's in. Pretorius edges and is now caught in the gully. Well, Wood has gone in and it's full Quentin de Kock. Playing the expansive drive. And England have the moment that they wanted. Edge caught. Patterson tried to clear the front leg once again. 
but all he succeeded was getting the outside edge, and Mark Wood has a fiver. And South Africa are bowled out for 183. Beautiful brown tie, blue stripes, brown trousers. There might be one or two uh, pairs of brown trousers around if Mark Wood cranks it up again in the second. <laughs> a really good pull shot from Zach Crawley. A weak South African side is like a weak West Indies side. And this here for South African sport is a disgrace. I was chatting to Tavre Shamsi on, on Twitter and he said he had the highest score by a number 11 on debut when he played test cricket. Hang on, manners. Let me just pick... There you go. There you go, mate. I'll just pick that name and keep dropping. That's what that bat room is like. You open the door, it's like... <laughs> and Sibley has a boundary that brings up the England 50. Oh, that one's nipped away and he's feathered it through to the keeper. And that is the wickets. It's 56 for one, Trawley goes for 24. Delivery's bowled him! Joe Denley, I think he's got an inside edge. Sibley's got a cross, he's stumped, and he's clipped it to Peter Milan at mid-wicket. Stokes comes down the pitch, he did mean this one. He's just belted that back over Pretorius's head, and it goes away, and England bring up their 100. Whipped away by Stokes for four more through mid-wicket. Driven down the ground by Stokes. And for four, flicked away very sweetly by Joe Root. Oh, that's timed magnificently. Edge gone, caught it slip by Rassi van der Dussen. And Ben Stokes is gone, and Buren Hendricks has another wicket. Oh, boy, he has absolutely timed the trousers off that. Holly Pope disappeared down to the long, long boundary, and Pope has his first boundary. Nicked and gone. Holly Pope has made an error, and it's cost him his wicket. Edge through to the keeper, and he's walking off. 160 for six. Joss Butler, it's eight from ten deliveries. Driven by Sam Curran magnificently through extra cover, wide mid-off, short, pulled away by Curran imperiously for a really quite glorious four. Oh, that's edged, inside edge as well. And Buren Hendricks has another wicket taken by Quinton de Kock. Chris Wokes is uh, marching off. Mark Wood is bold. He's gone across his stumps. Joe Root is trying himself this time for Pretorius. That one is going, going, going. You've been listening to the following on podcast from TalkSport. We'll be with you every day of the series, so subscribe and review on Acast, iTunes and Spotify. Thanks for listening. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. And this is your gentle reminder that Barbados is the best place to be a cricket fan. With eight matches from the ICC Men's T20 Cricket World Cup Series taking place in Barbados this summer, including the final... You can experience the summer of a lifetime by booking today. Aside from immersing in world-class cricket in the sunshine, Barbados is the dream destination for all travel enthusiasts. It is where adventure meets paradise, the culinary capital of the Caribbean, and better still, the birthplace of rum. If you are keen to unite with cricket fans across the globe for what is set to be an unforgettable summer, then head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.